What's going on, everyone? This is Two Bays in a Pod. That's right. And uh, I am your awesome co-host, Andrew Wright. And over in his bedroom is my lovely co-host, Cody, the man, Johnson. (laughs) Hey, everybody. What's going on? Drew, thank you so much for that introduction. It almost left me speechless. I'm going to be completely honest, but uh, thank you. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, we're so thankful you guys are here. Uh, can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. We really think you'll like it. And uh, please let us know what you think after the episode. So here it is. All right, guys. Uh, sorry for the uh, weird uh, introduction, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready. And, you know, it's my podcast, so I can do whatever. I want. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, but uh, not sorry. Anyway, uh, man, I'm actually really excited. Uh, last week we talked about the Marvel movies, and uh, we were going to possibly continue that, um, but uh, my son decided to come into the world uh, June 20th. So, uh, you know, I kind of wasn't prepared to do anything (laughs) like do anything in depth uh but i did because i did have a lot of time to watch a lot of tv so it actually brought into my head what we wanted to talk or what we should talk about today so i'm looking forward to uh to our topic today and that we'll get to that in a second but first cody how you doing man i'm doing well man uh Honestly, we're uh, my wife and I were really happy to hear that Cam finally made his debut into the world, and we got to see pictures. And he is a handsome boy, so you're gonna have your hands full when it comes to girls, which you know is is gonna be very interesting. To take it from me, my son's 14 now, and if it weren't for quarantine, we probably would be uh, beating little girls off with sticks around here. So, you know, good thing for uh, for Corona, I guess, in that sense, but. No, in all seriousness, uh, in all seriousness, man, we are super excited for you and happy for you and your wife. And, um, you know, I know you're like running on fumes right now. You're like sleep deprived and you're delirious. So that's probably where the weird voices are coming from, but, uh, (laughs) really, really happy that we're still able to do this. And, uh, and honestly, the topic you sent me, I'm pretty, pretty happy about. So I'm curious to hear what, uh, what your answers are and, and your trip down memory lane. Cause, uh, uh, I think uh, I've got a couple of them, but you know, we'll see. I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, this is kind of more on the fly. Um, like I said, I mean, I have I was stuck in the hospital for the last two days, um, and having a baby during quarantine is it's it's tough. Um, you know, obviously we're more well off than other countries with our medical. Um, situation that we have here of course but you know it's it it was tough being like stuck in the room like you cannot leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> once you're in there you're in there um i think i was able to do like a, a door dash and my mom uh was kind enough to uh drop me and my wife off uh some food well it was more snack um but uh you know they would let me go downstairs and grab it. But, you know, you had to be checked and make sure, that, you know, you don't have a fever and whatnot. And 
um, they would have to check whoever was coming in. So it was crazy, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, luckily, you know, we got through it now we're home and it's really nice. Like today, I just, I don't know what happened. I was so tired, but I got like this surge of energy. And so I started cleaning our house and I was like, (laughs) Oh, we need to pick this up. We need to put this here. And, you know, wanted to just get everything out of the way. And, and uh, then I went to go get gas and had to run a errand over at Walmart. So <laughs> I was doing a bunch of stuff today and I'm like, I'm super tired. And I'm just like, man, I could, I could keep going. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's strange being a dad. That's, that's all I can say. But I, I appreciate the, uh, the uh, love that you guys have given us and the edible arrangement that you guys gave us. That was really nice. Uh, but I also do want to say, Shout out to Mrs. Johnson. Happy birthday. Her birthday was right after my son. So that's right. We're, she was really hoping. And I was too, that he, that, uh, Cam would hold on just a little bit longer, but you know, your wife is so aggressive. She just freaking popped him out within minutes. Right. <laughs> From what you're telling us. Yes. Um, first of all, my wife was a complete champ. She did an amazing job. Um, you know, she was in labor for 13 hours. Uh, we were basically at the hospital all day. Um, and, uh, Cam came out at 1135 PM. Mm -hmm. And so we have to stay for 24 hours so that the next day we, you know, we had to stay, but, uh, my wife, um, she actually had to hold it. (laughs) So I'm not (laughs) joking. The nurse came in and was like, well, the doctor is like, she's actually in the other room. Um, delivering another baby if you can if you can just hold it until the doctor comes here. you can just hold on and so, and so my wife jessica was like um i'll try i guess you know no promises they're like yeah we get it so um luckily the doctor came in and they're like okay well if you want to start pushing and so she was like okay so uh she started pushing at 11 32 and at 11 35 uh my son cameron andrew wright came out so she pushed for literally three minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. Was there? Okay. That is not a lie. I was like, I kept looking at the clock, going, "Babe, did you seriously? Holy cow!" <laughs> and they were like, "Wow, that didn't." Even the nurses were like, "Wow, that was quick." <laughs> and they okay, kept so, asking her, "They're like, how many kids do you have?" And she's like, "Oh, this is our second. And they're like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> like they were expecting, like, "Oh, this is number 10. You know. <laughs> so. Okay. Quick question though. So when the nurses basically were telling you that the doctor's in the next room, you got to hold this kid in and he can come at any minute. Was there any part of you that was like, you really got to hold this in? Cause there's no way I'm delivering this, our baby. Was there any part of you that was a little nervous? No, because at that time we always had uh, two nurses in the room. So I was yeah. like, I'm not, they're probably going to be like, Oh dad, if you can just, you know, do the, you know, grab this or whatever i did however they because it was it was these two nurses and then the doctor um so i did however have to like basically bend my wife in half they're like oh you know push her leg further and like i thought i was gonna push her leg like into her eye (laughs) like i was like babe (laughs) i am so sorry but uh you know she was kind of preoccupied on doing other things so right (laughs) that's funny but uh, no she was an absolute champ she did amazing i honestly she'll even tell you this we thought she was going to be so drama because she handled it really well with my first child nadia Mm -hmm. 
So with Cam, we thought, oh, this is going to be such drama. Like she didn't get the chance to be drama with Nadia. And no, she handled it well. Um, you know, there she could have easily have done it and I wouldn't have blamed her. I mean, if she were yelling at me, I would have just taken it. But um, no, she did great. She, I mean, I know she was in pain and she was definitely trying not to show it. Um, and uh, she did a really good job. So I was really proud of her and, and uh, you know, hey, I got my son. So that's that awesome, cool. Dude. That's really cool. That's really, really awesome. We can't wait to meet him, to be honest with you. So as soon as this whole quarantine's yeah. over, we would definitely love to, to, you know, to spoil him and then hand him off to you guys to deal with it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, um, I'm excited because we are going to actually be talking about, so Cody, we had, uh, an episode where we talked about our favorite movies all time, our top five Mm -hmm. for me. I can't really put, uh, well, I didn't have time. I should say, Yeah, that's. (laughs) I didn't have time to put, make a top five list of my favorite TV shows of all time. So I figured we'll just kind of talk about, you know, a few shows that we like really love. Um, I know we've probably talked about it a little bit on here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, for the most part, I think it'll be fun. I think there's going to be some shows that you're going to be like, really? Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's going to be some shows you're like, oh, yeah, I love that show. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I have no clue what your list is going to be. I really don't because your TV shows, I think that you like to watch more are not like the TV shows that I like to watch. So I, it'll be interesting to, to say the least. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that my, my taste in TV shows has changed dramatically since I was, I'd say a teenager, early twenties. And now that I'm older and obviously been with my wife um, for about 11 years, my tastes have changed throughout the years. And so the shows I used to watch, I don't really watch that genre all that much and I'm more into dramatic grittier shows that are that are um a lot more aggressive I guess you can say. And so yeah, so my my range is going to go all over the place. So Okay. How many have you written down? None. Oh, you're just going from your head. Okay. I'm just going straight from the heart. So um all right. So I'll just say that a couple of, so one show that I love dearly. um, And honestly, it's a show I grew up with. My cousin introduced it to me when I was probably about 13, 14. And that was Boy Meets World. That was a very, that was a very good show for my childhood. And honestly, it definitely wasn't that kid friendly growing up, but um, <laughs> you know, just overall, it was a fun show. And I watched it just recently. I want to say last year, and I binged all. I think there's like six or seven seasons, mm-hmm. and it was on Hulu. And I binged it all one year or one uh, month. And uh, you know, I it's still, in my opinion, a little timeless, just because a lot of those situations that come up, you know, they can they can be addressed and you know, I was able to watch a little bit with my son. Um, and obviously the shows that he watched totally like, are <laughs> a lot different than it is now, but yeah. you know, seeing little tiny things like a corded phone and explaining them what a corded phone is, or, you know, when they're watching a box television and explaining to him like, yeah, this is what our TVs used to be. And 
like him thinking it's foreign that you just go jump on your bike and ride however many miles to your best friend's house to go visit them, you know, and that's kind of how we grew up. So I really loved and identified with uh, Boy Meets World when I was growing up. Um, and then honestly, through my teen years, uh, through high school, I really watched a, a lot of sports. So I, I didn't really have a TV show that I watched faithfully. So I was more into sports center. Um, you know, at the time there was this thing called, I think the, I think it was called the best damn show and it was on uh, Fox oh, sports yeah. net. That was a fun show that I used to watch all the time. Um, and, and honestly, when I was a little older, I was into a lot more comedies. Like I really loved watching Roseanne growing up, uh, the sitcom kind of shows, mm-hmm. uh, family matters, watched a little full house. I never got into the Simpsons though. Um, Honestly, I think it was because my mom didn't want us watching it. And even when I tried watching it when I was older, I didn't really get into it. Um, and then now that I'm older, I've gotten into weird shows. Like uh, my wife got me into Vampire Diaries. And so we watched that and binged it. And now we own a couple of the seasons. And even still now on Netflix, we'll watch it. You know, if there's nothing else on a Netflix and still we'll watch it faithfully as if we'd never watched it before. Um, and then. Uh, I've watched what's another kind of a drama that I've got into. Um, let's see. Well, well, I also I'm into a lot of action stuff. So I did watch a lot of the DC shows like Arrow, Flash, Le- Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Smallville. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. So those are good shows. Um, oh, 90 Day Fiance. My wife's gotten me into that. I used to watch <laughs> a lot of uh, Real World when I was uh, when I was like in my early 20s. That was a that was a weird show. Um, yeah, that was. That was a weird show. Yeah, I mean, I can go down the list of a ton of stuff I used to watch and enjoy. Um, I think most recently, though, that I'm older, like Ozark is one of the top ones in my lifetime that I love dearly just because yeah, I love show. the acting. I love the storytelling, the grit of it. It just is raw and real. So that's like one of my yeah. favorite shows of all time. Um. Let's see. What's another one? Um, oh, Daredevil on Netflix is probably in my top five of all time, just because again, I'm a comic book fan and mm-hmm. they did, they did uh, three seasons of Daredevil. And again, the grit of it and how they told the story of Daredevil, I really, really fell in love with. And it's a great, it's a fantastic show and story. And so as I've gotten older, I've realized how much I love shows that have great storylines and great acting. And they just so happen to turn out to be like a lot of traumas just because that's where you're <laughs> going to find a lot of the acting happening. Yeah. Um, but that's For kind sure. of like what I'm gravitating to now. But I mean, I go all over the place when it comes to shows and, and don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of shows that like my wife has gotten into that I'll watch with her. Like I got into charm for a little bit when um, we were dating just cause I wanted to see what it was. And then before you know, it, we're like binging a bunch of shows and, and then CSI Miami, CSI Las Vegas. I got into those shows a lot. And yeah, I mean, I've watched just about anything and everything. Even the Food Network, there's like Chop that I watch all the time. Oh, you know? God, and, I love Chop. Yeah. And <laughs> Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives. Oh, yeah. Guy Fieri. There's so many of those that are in California <laughs> that, like, I tell my wife, when we go to these cities, yeah. we need to go there because guys said so. Funny, so. funny thing is, uh, one of my favorite places in Monterey called Rosine's, mm-hmm. um, me and my dad, my dad, uh, used to make uh, street sweeper brooms and then he would actually deliver them to, you know, these companies. So mm-hmm. a lot of his big, one of his bigger, um, sales was, uh, the Monterey County. 
Oh, wow. So a lot of the times he would make the trip to Monterey. So we would always, so during the summer, uh, a lot of the times my dad would be like, Oh, I'm going to go to Monterey. You want to come? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And so we would, we would leave on Friday and we would stay until Sunday and we'd come home Sunday. So that was always mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and you know, we'd always try and hit the aquarium as much as we could. And, you know, but one of the main places that we always went to was this place called Rosine's. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of our favorite things there is their Eggs Benedict. It is one of the best that I've ever had. Still is, uh, you know, obviously with uh, Benediction here in Fresno, it's Benediction is really good too. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would eat both of those gladly all yeah. the time <laughs> for sure i'm not gonna say which one is better because i i just i love them both so much that's like but, that's like picking who's your favorite child yeah seriously so um you know rosine's was always a place that we went to and the last time i went i actually went with my wife and so and we saw this line and it was out the door and i was like man i've never seen it this busy mm-hmm. and like yeah it looks like it's a popular place you know obviously probably grown and stuff so we're getting in and then we see that guy fietti has been there on diners drive-ins and dives and we were like oh so i have been on a i have been on a binge trying to figure out what episode he goes to Rosine's and like what she makes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I have, and I still haven't seen the episode. I've only seen like the clip on YouTube, like a little bit of it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dang it, I want to see it. But <laughs> um, apparently she doesn't really show off her eggs Benedict. She shows off because um, it's like an Italian place. Which oh, okay. Eggs Benedict, Italian place. But um, I've always gone there for breakfast, so I've never had their lunch. So when they were like, Oh, it's their lunch stuff. I was like, Oh, I've never, I've never had it. So, <laughs> but yeah, so now every time I go there, the place is always packed. So, yeah. Um, so but what, just, it's kind of funny about you talking about driving diners, drive-ins and dives. Every time it's on, I put it on just so I can see if it's that episode and I can never, I know it's like season 20 and I forget what episode, but mm-hmm. So every time I'm just like, I wonder if this is it. (laughs) That's so funny. So what were your, so what are your, some of your favorite uh, TV shows? So I know, so it sounds like that you've got actually a running list written down instead of a ramble like mine. So I do because I'm going to forget, I'm going to be like you and you're going to be like, Oh, I had this one. But um, friends is probably my all time favorite show. Um, I I think I've said that on here multiple times. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can easily say that's my number one. I, didn't grow up with friends um actually probably started really watching when my parents split up and my sister was trying to get away with murder so she would watch everything that we weren't allowed to back Mm -hmm. in our day and uh, so she would watch friends and so i watched it with her and then actually a lot of the times we'd watch it over at my dad's Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that's where usually my, my sister, um, got away with a little bit more. And so when we watched it, um, my dad actually got into it. So mm-hmm. when my dad gets into the shows, we can watch it basically. <laughs> so that's how we would convince that we could watch, you know, Oh, it's okay. Cause dad likes it, you know? 
So uh, that's actually how I actually started watching The Simpsons too, because my dad uh-huh. would love The Simpsons, and so I got away with that. And then later <laughs> on, I would go to my mom's and I would watch The Simpsons, and she thought it was funny. So I was like, "Hey, I get to watch it." That's funny. So, um, but anyway, yeah, Friends was one of those shows, and um, you know, I, I always, you know, there were some situations that I didn't understand at the time because mm-hmm. I was still pretty young. I mean, I was under ten. Mm-hmm. um but you know and then we'd watch the newer ones as they came out and um and then once they kind of came back onto netflix or well i would i always put it on like you know when they had it on nick at night or tbs always runs them or whatever it is so mm-hmm. we would always i always put it on and so i would always watch these episodes and you know you always find these hidden gems and then when they came on netflix i binged it and i was just like man the show is still freaking funny. Like there's a couple of situations where they're like using pay phones, yeah. you know, and they're like, or they're using pagers. But other than that, man, I mean, the show is just so funny. I love yeah. it so much. I love comedies. Most of my list. Well, hold on. My entire list is comedies except for one okay. so far. <laughs> um, I, I love comedies. So, I mean, I just like to laugh, but what was really great about it is you look at, you know, Matthew Perry, you look at Jennifer Aniston, you look at Courtney Cox, you look at uh, Lisa Kudrow, uh, David Schwimmer, um, uh, Matt LeBlanc. I mean, all those, all those guys on that show and you still look at them today and you're like, oh, that's Chandler or, oh, that's Monica. Oh, that's Ross. That's Rachel. That's Phoebe. That's Joey. You know? you still look at them and they're like these old guys who have been in multiple movies and stuff. And it's just like the way they made those characters and the way they committed to it. And for me, as you were kind of saying, like you like a lot of like the, the story and the, and the plot, like not only did friends have a really good story and they always had that running thing with Ross and Rachel. Mm -hmm. It was always, it was always a center piece of any episode like you just you because you knew what the history was already and because they they just mentioned it every episode Mm -hmm. and um the way that like you just believe that oh this is chandler instead of oh that's matthew perry you know what i mean yeah so for me um friends was you know i i just i love that show that show is is fantastic and i could watch that anytime i I think there's a couple of times where I've gone like, okay, I need to take a friend's break. But for the most part, I, I pretty much can put it on at any time. Mm-hmm. And I'll still watch it and I still laugh at the same. And it drives my wife nuts because I laugh at the same jokes that I laughed at before. <laughs> and I know it's coming and I still laugh. And I'm like, well, I think it's funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I just think it's funny. But yeah, Friends is my all time. Uh, my second all time is definitely, definitely King of Queens. Mm, I okay. freaking love that show. That show is so funny. I think that show is very underrated. Um, you know, Leah Remini was kind of, which is funny too, that she actually shows up in uh, episode of Friends too. That's a little fun fact. Yeah. Um, but um, she was not really like this you know, popular actress. And when she really made the Carrie character, I mean, she does a fantastic job. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin James, he was on everybody loves Raymond and kind of, 
kind of got a spoof off of that. And actually, mm-hmm. every now and there's a few episodes where uh, 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 I'm going to say Ray Barone because that's that was his character, and everybody loves Raymond. Um, Ray, Ray Romano. Romano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would show up on on King of Queens and vice versa with uh, Kevin James on Everybody Loves Raymond. So mm-hmm. um, though, I mean, Kevin James though was so funny. He was he was at in a time where um, you know, like Chris Farley, um, you know, I think he had recently just passed when that show started, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people were into the physical comedy, and he has a little bit of physical comedy, but he had a a way of making like physical comedy, but non-physical like Mm -hmm. the jokes that he had in certain situations. It's kind of hard to explain without actually watching the show, but just there's so many times where, you know, like you would look at, Oh, he's just going to fall on a table and everyone's going to laugh. But Mm -hmm. a lot of it was, you know, he just, he would make fun of him of his, of his self and you know how fat he is. But then, you know, he would go out and he was like this nice guy. And it was just, it was the way they did it was, it was such a great show. I love that show. I, I actually found all the seasons on Amazon Mm -hmm. it was like 20 bucks. And I was like, Oh, they're going to miss like all these episodes. It actually has all of the seasons, all the episodes. So I have the whole series, but the only thing is they're all disc and they're stacked on each other. Uh huh. So I'm very careful when I take them out and I have to try and remember to keep them in order because that's the other thing on the disc. It doesn't say this is season one episode, you know, one through 10 or whatever. Uh It just says, it just says King of Queens. So (laughs) that's a little, it'll say disc one or disc two. And like you, you can get that easily mixed up with season nine and have disc one and disc two. So, that's the only issue with it. But other than that, I mean, it's, I love that show. And I, I, mm-hmm. my wife really likes it, but she doesn't want to watch the DVD. She just wants to watch it on TV. So, <laughs> but yeah, King of Queens for me, uh, that is my, that, that's another one of those that I can watch all the time, just like friends. So that's cool. What's yeah. another one? So our King of yeah. Queens, I can only imagine that, Somewhere on that list is how I met your mother because you keep beating me over the okay. head about I need to watch it. It is on my it is on now. The first two are definitely in order. The uh-huh. next I'm just I'm just naming them. Okay. Um I love everybody loves Raymond. I I might I might be willing to say that's my number three. Um because every actor on there. I mean, not only did they already kind of have a career going, um, but they it just flourished after this and my my favorite character on there was uh peter boyle the dad frank verone Mm -hmm. he was my all-time favorite on that because i could just see myself being that old and actually my wife and i we were watching it um was it yesterday it was either yesterday or in the hospital i don't remember exactly but um we were watching it and uh, he made some joke and Jessica looked at me and was like, that's going to be you <laughs> when you're older. <laughs> and I was like, I always said it would, you know, and I know some people are like, that's so stupid. Of course you're going to see, but that's, what's great about those shows. I, I think when people like make fun of like, people are like, Oh, you always, you always get that one friend who's like, Oh, that's, that's so me. 
Well, that makes it a good show. Like right. if you can see yourself in there, then obviously you're, you're going to be hooked on it. And for me, everybody loves Raymond. I, I love that show. His, the way he delivers some of his stuff, a lot of people could be turned off by it because he's kind of monotone, mm-hmm. you know, he's got, and he's got that nasal voice, but I just thought the way he delivered it was good. And the character, um, uh, Brad Garrett, uh, Robert in the, in the show, the brother, mm-hmm. he so funny. And, um, Marie, uh, what's her name? Doris. Uh, oh, I can't think of her last name right now. Um, but she is just, she plays Marie. I mean, perfect. They could not have casted anyone else other than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah, I was going to say Deborah Messing, Deborah Barone. Um, uh, man, I'm blanking on her name too. I need sleep, man, for sure. But <laughs> anyway, um, Patricia, Oh, I can't think of her last name. I know it's Patricia, but she does a great job as Deborah. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel bad because she basically is like yelling in every episode, uh-huh. but it just, it it's so funny. And it's, it just, I, I don't know. I love that show so much. Um, you know, that one was always good. And actually that's, that show is the reason I started watching King of Queens because I saw him on everybody loves raymond a little bit and Mm -hmm. uh, then they were like oh he's coming out with a new show and i was like oh i'll watch it and uh, that was one of those shows that my dad loved so much so i was able to watch it and i'm glad i was because king of queens everybody loves raymond uh you know friends those i try like i'm so mad that i can't watch everybody loves raymond whenever i want to because like friends you can Mm -hmm. with hbo max King of Queens, I can because I have the DVDs. Right. But um, everybody loves Raymond. They don't have it on like Netflix, Hulu, or anything like that. Like yeah. they have it on my Sling TV, but only certain episodes. You like you basically can't watch it in order. So that always bugs me. But yeah, I I love that show, and I always try and watch it as much as I can. Uh, so that's that's another one that I love. So that's funny. Okay. So I, I've named three, and okay. you named three. So you got to keep going. Why don't you name your next three? So, so I mentioned Roseanne, Chopped, CSI. So a, a show that I actually watched quite a bit. Um, I think when I was like fifteen, and probably up till now. Like I still watch it if it comes on. And it was a show called Martin, and it had Martin Lawrence, oh, yes. uh, Tisha Campbell. So and it had a bunch of other ensembles in there. And some of them are pretty big actors now. But yeah. honestly, I don't know what it was. I think it's because Martin Lawrence, he was such a funny comedian to me. And I've seen him in a couple of movies. And, I, and this, is, this wasn't when I watched. I Because I watched um, a movie he did with Danny DeVito. And it was called What's the Worst That Can Happen? By the way, probably top five worst movie ever made of all time. <laughs> it, the plot line was it couldn't have been crappier, but for some reason I loved that movie. And then I remember because I was a fan of the show, I remember watching a movie that he did called, I think it's called the black Knight, And that was another God awful movie that he did. I love that movie. Okay. So I it was, don't get me funny. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was a funny movie, but realistically like that was a dumb movie. <laughs> it was, it was, so, it was such a stupid so, concept. But anyway, I watched Martin and honestly, it was very interesting, especially when I was like in my teen adolescent years. I really loved watching it. The I thought it was really, really funny. And 
there was a lot of point in time where like in junior high, I would hear some of like the phrases that he used. And I would, I would say the same thing just because it was funny to me. So I, I didn't think anybody else watched the show. So like it was my way to be sound like I was creative and really I was just mimicking that. But that was a show I loved watching. And uh, even when it's on now, I try watching it and I try to get my son to watch it. But like, it's really tough because I was willing to watch older shows and he like, I don't know, maybe it's just the times, like obviously production on a lot of TV shows is a lot different. And so like his attention span is captured on it on something else. But like, I can watch, something like Martin or like Roseanne or friends. I, I don't know. Something about a sitcom with a laugh track on it, I guess is something yeah. that I find funny. And another show that I was just thinking of as you were, as you were mentioning it was home improvement. I remember watching that growing up. Yes. And that uh, that, on my list. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good show to watch. And I think I, I am Tim the tool man Taylor, which I feel like I could put things together, but really I make a bigger mess than doing <laughs> anything. Um, and this one I wrote down. So what's kind of funny is you mentioned a lot of comedies and I did watch a ton of comedies growing up. And, mm-hmm. and I like, that's what I kind of gravitate towards is cause I love laughing. Um, the Chappelle show is another one that I watched a lot. God, I love the Chappelle yeah. show. And then what would happen is my cousin, cause I think it only lasted two seasons. Uh, my cousin, uh, three, three seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think this is, I think my cousin had gotten a full, the full collection one year. And he brought it over and we were binging all the shows. And sure enough, the very first, very first skit he did was the, I think it was the copy machine one. Oh, not, was the, no, I think the, the first big, uh, the first big one that he did was the KKK. Yeah. The Clayton Bigsby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and so, so, okay. Backstory when that came out and at the time when we, so when PlayStation two didn't really have online gaming or anything like that, you still had to create like a profile to like save and all that stuff. My cousin, for a long time, his username would always be Clayton Bigsby. So that was what we always <laughs> joked about. And now, like, <laughs> we honestly, we there's only Chappelle can get away with stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he could paint himself in white face and say the N-word at the same time and it not be offensive. It's like a classic. <laughs> but anyways, I watched Chappelle's show a lot. And I remember um, the Wrap It Up box or whatever. And... Um, <laughs> and uh the i remember this one skit that he did i think it was like my all-time favorite he there's a lot of them that he did that was great but there was one that was my all-time favorite it was the player hating player hater (laughs) award ceremony the player hater ball yeah and the and the winner was calling the bomb squad on the special olympics and i was like you gotta be (laughs) kidding me That was like the greatest one I've ever heard in my life. And I remember the the black draft I think they had, and like we, we will give up Condoleezza Rice and draft Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the Asian community gets the, the Wu Tang Clan, and everyone goes nuts. <laughs> like, oh. oh yeah. So that was um, that was my favorite. Oh, and then there was another one. It was like, and the uh, the black community would like to um, like to distance ourselves from Tiger Woods or whatever, or or something. No, they like drafted that. Tiger Woods. Was it the black people or I forgot which one did it that drafted it? But I, it's been a long time. But I thought that was hilarious. So that's uh, right, yeah. So that's that three more shows, and they're all comedies. But I mean, I've got. I'm now curious. So I gave you three shows. Did you watch any reality shows growing up or any? Other than 90 Day Fiance, we'll just say that's an outlier because we're not when I was growing up. 
not when I was growing up. I didn't watch the reality shows. I mean, my sister watched like Real World and Road Rules. And yeah. so every now and then I watch those. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which actually is kind of funny because now I love uh, the challenge, which yeah. is a lot of characters from Real World or Road Rules. So, um, or that's kind of how it got started. But right. Um, and that show's really cool. I I like that. And mm-hmm. then um, I I really do like Survivor. Yeah. Um, my wife and I were were into it, but um, because when we got Sling, we don't get the local channels, and mm-hmm. so with CBS, you know, um, we can't record them, and so we miss. I mean, we, when we were going to start it, we were like already half in the season, so I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. Um, but um. It's another reality. Well, we love The Amazing Race. That's probably one of those that I liked even uh, like junior high. Like mm-hmm. I love The Amazing Race. I think that is a really cool show. I would love to do The Amazing Race. And I'm not saying I'm, I would go on there to win. I'm just going on there because me and my wife would be great content because all we would do <laughs> was argue. <laughs> that's all we would do and me and my wife have, we've all we always say that like oh we should we should apply and so and we're like we would be great content all we're gonna do is bicker we're like yeah we would be really good and so it's just that's our thing i mean i guess i could i can argue. i'm laughing so hard because i can see that that's definitely <laughs> true 100 percent Oh man, so, and Jessica is big time drama, so she would just she would absolutely flourish <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, reality TV. We weren't. I mean, my family and I, we weren't really into it. Um, mm-hmm. Like game shows, like you know, like I said, like Survivor or something. Yeah. Um, I kind of like a little bit. My family was never into it so when i met jessica her family's really big into like survivor uh-huh. so i kind of got back into it um there's another oh there there's a new show it's called holy moly i don't know hmm. if you've seen it yeah the yeah, yeah. Curry the, show yeah the that is actually one. really really funny okay. that is, uh, rob riggle is like killer in that i love that show and they show him on hulu all the time so okay uh, if you want to like go and watch it, it's, it's fun. Um, I mean, it's an hour show of these people playing miniature golf, but it's like these hardcore courses and it, it's, it's cool. It's funny. That's Some cool. of these people are, you're just like, well, that's why they put you on the show. <laughs> Did you ever watch this show? I don't know if you, I don't know if you even, if you and your family ever watched it or you caught it, but every night for dinner for about a year, my mom and I and my sister, we used to watch this show called Supermarket Shopper. And basically <laughs> it was, it, so I think it's a show literally from like the super early 90s or the 80s. And it's the 80s. Yeah. And so my wife loves that show. Yeah. And what's funny is I think they did a revamp on Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or something like that. But on Amazon Prime, you I can watch so. the original yeah. show. And I remember watching it on this channel when we were a kid called PAX. And I don't even remember what else that they had <laughs> other than, uh, other than I just remember this channel at about six o'clock that. would play the, the, this, another game show that had something to do with like hidden doors and running upstairs and designer BS and crap like that. So I remember that show. And then after that was supermarket shopper and it was just all these people throwing fucking turkeys in a basket and, <laughs> 
uh, grabbing all the bread and, and then answering questions and then, okay, you get five minutes to go shop and grab all this bull crap and they're yeah. coming off the shelves and all this stuff. So <laughs> I remember watching that show, um, like almost every night for dinner and we like, we watched that like religiously up until then we got into Roseanne and then we watched Roseanne like every single night. And I think cause we related, like I related to Roseanne a lot. Like, yeah, we were in the ghetto. We're like white trash, like living here in <laughs> Fresno and like, yeah, who doesn't have a crazy aunt who doesn't have, you know, crazy siblings that you fight with. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I related to that show probably more than any other show. And um, I still watch it sometimes when it's on and it's still like really funny. Unfortunately, Roseanne's racist, but you know, yeah. unfortunately Roseanne's canceled. So <laughs> yeah. And it's canceled so much that they've erased her from history. She died. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so <laughs> one show that actually grew on me and now I really, really do like is Frasier. I mm. used to, my parents would watch it. And they really liked it. And then, um, you know, we like once it ended, you know, whatever. And it would come on like late at night. You know how you'd stay up and watch TV, you know, as a teenager and whatnot. You're mm-hmm. just kind of like flipping through channels trying to find something on. And Frasier would come on late at night. And so I would watch it. And then I started actually uh, really getting into it. And so and then I've gotten older and I've watched a few more of them. And I'm like, man, this show was so good. <laughs> like, No wonder the show went on for a while. But um, it's just kind of that's not in my top or that's not in my, you know, top TV shows, but I, I just remember watching Frasier a lot and I was like, man, this show is so underrated. All right. Um, what's some more shows you got? Cause I have another question to follow those. I have, now this is one of my favorite. This would probably be top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Justified. Now this is not oh, a, comedy. Okay. this is my one that is not a comedy. I love this show. This mm-hmm. show is so good. It's with Timothy Oliphant and he, um, He's a U.S. Marshal. And, and, and the reason I'm saying all this is because I figure a lot of people haven't seen it because it was a, it was a, um, it was a on cable FX. show. Yeah. yeah, FX. But, and it only lasted six seasons, but I loved it. Uh, Timothy Oliphant does a fantastic job. He's a U.S. Marshal. Basically, he uh, used to work in Miami, has to go to his hometown in um, Kentucky. He's like... Uh, Harlan, Kentucky, and it's just a bunch of drugs and all these bad people and stuff, and it's just, it's such a good, it's like a modern western film, and it's mm-hmm. really, really oh god, I love that show. Um, Timothy Oliphant is fantastic. I, mm-hmm. Cody, have you seen it? I actually have not seen Justified, but I've seen a lot of previews to it, and uh, it looked pretty good, but honestly, I don't think I got into any of those shows until later when i was older um god i'm trying to think what was a show that i watched that was like equivalent to it i don't think i had one honestly man i'm kind of i missed the boat on a lot of like popular shows like like walking dead i hear is like fantastic i still haven't watched it um (laughs) west world was good Uh let me say this the walking dead lasted way way too long Mm mm-hmm and it's just it's they kind of got redundant in the fact of they get into a situation they last that 
in that situation for the whole year. Then mm-hmm. they get out of it and you're like, oh, okay, good. And then they get back into a new situation and it's just like bad decision after bad decision. And you're like, you can only make so many bad decisions <laughs> before this is just like, I hope you die now. Right. You know, so, <laughs> so The Walking Dead, it's good to a point and you're just like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. No, well, I, so Walking Dead is one I haven't seen yet. Westworld, I haven't seen since like first couple episodes of season two and mm-hmm. uh haven't really watched that much and then uh stranger things you know is, is yours and your wife's like one of your that's, guys's favorite shows i one. still haven't watched that one um what's another well obviously how i met your mother you're always prying me about that which i will watch eventually but that's another one like i haven't seen and there's a lot of like popular ones that like are like iconically now in our daily culture and I haven't watched him. So I'm sure like there's catchphrases of whatever show that's going out there. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, the reason I love how I met your mother is I think during when it first came out, a lot of people were comparing it to friends. They're like, Oh, it's the next friends. And so when you try and compare something to, you know, one, one of the most popular shows of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a no-brainer. I mean, Friends, everyone knows what Friends is. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether, you know, people are in love with it or not, that's a separate issue. But for the most part, and so a lot of people were saying, oh, this is the next Friends, this is the next Friends. And then when it was, it's actually really different from Friends in the fact of, like, the situations that these guys get into, um it's not i mean the the robin and ted story is kind of similar to the ross and rachel so that that i get why people would kind of compare that but the rest of it i mean you know uh barney was kind of his unique character and it's really cool the way he does his things and then lily and marshall are this like stand-up couple that everyone wants to be and they're really cool with each other but they also have their own situations that they go through and it's just it's it's its own show but a lot of people were comparing it to friends and so i think when it first came out a lot of people were kind of shut off on it they're like mm-hmm. oh this isn't friends you know yeah. because it was that was like literally when friends had like just finished it was mm-hmm. it wasn't too long um and so with how i met your mother um you know they were trying to get their own show and if you like when you actually start watching the that show now like you're like man this show was so good i wish they Mm -hmm. didn't kill it by trying to say oh it's friends oh it's friends you know yeah Uh, because i think that it got caught up in that and honestly how i met your mother is in uh my top tv shows of all time i love how i met your mother it's really funny um and they kind of get a little bit serious but this is kind of what friends did friends had you know their serious moments but they would know how to make it funny and King of Queens did the same thing. Everybody Loves Raymond did the same. I mean, they would go, there was an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond where they're at the funeral and you're constantly laughing because Robert can't stop making a noise and Ray's freaking out because he's got to make a speech about a guy he met like twice, you know? And so it's funny and they're at a freaking funeral, you know? Um, you know, King of Queens is 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 the same thing like there's an issue where they can't get pregnant but they still are uh making it funny where you're not like oh man this is so sad you know 
So mm-hmm. I really like shows that they can still go on the serious side, but they can still make it funny. You can still find the joke and you can laugh and you feel okay about laughing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, for me, I mean, I love shows like that. And, and so all those shows that I just mentioned, I mean, they, they always had the, that ability to have a serious situation, but yet you would still laugh. Gotcha. So who, what were your shows after Justified? Oh, uh, well, I already said How I Met Your Mother, so I don't have to say that. Um, I wrote Home Improvement as well, which okay. we kind of talked. I love Home Improvement. Um, Tim Allen, God, was so good on that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wish that's another show that I wish I could like watch whenever, you know. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, they really don't have those available. Um, I wrote down My Wife and Kids. I love that show oh, i actually yeah. was watching that this um not too long i was watching this yesterday um and uh <laughs> i just i love that show it's so funny um damon wayans he's another one where they have serious situations and he still makes it like funny uh the wife uh the lady who plays the wife she was actually in that show martin yes yeah, um, yeah i think that's where she got started if i'm not mistaken in martin I, yeah, yeah she she uh got i think her that was like her first major break in a series tv show and then she's done obviously movies and i think she's also a musician if i'm not mistaken uh, yeah i think you're right yeah but what I loved about it was uh, Damon Wayans or, or Michael in the show. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, teaching his son who's becoming a teenage son. And he's like going to like these extremes to kind of like teach him a lesson. And you're kind of like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I could do that. But it's just so funny. You know? yeah. You're just like, oh, man, how does he come up with that? And yeah. then like the daughter, you know, she's starting to get into her own where you know she thinks she's hot stuff and so you know all these boys are coming around so he tries to teach her basically not to be stupid but she kind of is and so mm-hmm. and then their youngest is like above and beyond smarter than both of their, <laughs> yeah both of their first kids and so yep. they don't like basically don't have to worry about her it's just i love that show i thought that was a really good uh really good show and i wish that would have lasted a little bit longer. I I remember watching that all the time, every time it came on. Yeah. Um, and that was a show that me and my mom used to watch a lot. Uh, we just thought it was hilarious. Um, I also wrote Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Of course. I love that show. That, yep. that show is so funny. Um, Nickelodeon was, uh, was showing them and I started recording them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they show like the I mean they 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 show the episodes like uh, in chronological order, mm-hmm. um, but they'll put out like six or seven shows at a time, so it would fill up my <laughs> uh, our DVR at the time because this is when we had Direct TV, and so I would I basically had to delete them, but I wanted to record them because I wanted to rewatch it, and again mm-hmm. it's one of those shows that you can't like just go back and watch unfortunately but yeah um i watch i think you can now i think hbo at max has it but um yeah that that show was really really funny as well i i love mm-hmm. that show um all right next three for you buddy well let's see um i guess right now i'll i'll uh go into a show that uh 
that I watched when I was uh, younger, I'd want to say in my teen years, well, early teen, like 13, 14, uh, I watched the show. It was called smart guy. And the premise oh, of the show, one. yeah, the premise of the show basically was this 10 year old kid who was smart enough to get into high school. And it was dealing with the dynamic of his older brother dealing with that. And obviously had a lot of good, like stories within the episodes of different things of overcoming something. And, and I thought like, I really enjoyed the show as something that I watched constantly and uh also too because uh i um on the same channel disney um they had this show and i don't know if maybe you might have watched this drew but it was called the jersey and it was basically the premise of the show was this magical jersey you put it on and it would okay so gosh so this was like oh man like 2001 2002 time that i remember watching this show and so wow, here's the nineties. Pre- no, no, no. <laughs> it was, it was like in the two thousands. Um, so here's the premise of the show. There's a magical Jersey. It's clearly an LA Rams Jersey style Jersey clearly, but they're mm-hmm. not saying that, right. That's just the yeah, style of it. And it's got magical powers. And pretty much what would happen is in like, there's like these six friends that knew that this Jersey had these powers, right. Or this ability and what happens is if you saw an athlete that you liked and you talked about it was on your mind, the jersey would take you into that athlete and you, they became that athlete for whatever that game is or that time that they were there. And like there was times like Jerome Bennis was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had Chipper Jones on there one time. Uh, like all these well-known like Hall of Fame like type athletes. And basically it was – like it was them trying to act like they were the kids that were absorbed in the body and all that stuff. So I remember watching that a lot growing up as a kid. And that was an interesting show just because it, I was a sports, I was getting into sports at the time. So literally anything that was anything around sports, I watched all the time. Um, and then CSI Las Vegas, the original CSI, not Miami, not New York or cyber. The original CSI was one that I watched a lot and it's, I started watching it with my mom. And then when my wife and I were first dating, that used to be a show that we used to watch a lot together because we were both into that crime, kind of crime stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it, when they first came out and I think it lasted like 10 seasons or something like that, 10 or 11 seasons. And yeah, it lasted a while and it got dry when they, when Gil Grissom, who was by the way, the backbone of that show, greatest CSI yeah. ever. Um, it got dry when they replaced him with Ted Danson's character. Not that he wasn't great. It just, you know, that show was kind of losing it. And uh, yeah. we still watched it faithfully. And then they had like that two hour special where it kind of closed the entire chapter and everybody went on and did their own thing. But I remember watching a bunch of those episodes where like Wark Brown, who's a character that I remember extensively as he had an arc on, uh, he had like a four part arc on there where he like got involved in some like drug kingpin and then he ends up dying like in the last episode or something like that. And that like their whole thing is like, you know, trying to figure out who murdered him and all that stuff. And then there's one episode that stands out or two episodes of that show that stands out to me immensely because I remember watching it on the night it premiered with my mom very, very, very vividly. Um, it was an episode, it was a two-part episode that, um, the director's name is, uh, gosh, it's slipping my mind. Um, he's, oh, Quentin Tarantino. He directed these two episodes and Quentin Tarantino is known for giving you the very end. And then he flashes you to the very beginning to find out how you got to the end, right? He's known for that. 
And it was the episode where the character Nick Stokes gets kidnapped and he's in this like uh, grave looking deal and he's underground and they're trying to find him. And it was that show. And I remember watching that with my mom and it was like really, I don't want to say powerful because it was really no more message than just like, it was a really good storyline that happened. And I just remember looking over at my mom and she believed it so much that she was like getting emotional watching it. And <laughs> like for me being a, I think it was like 15 or 16 when that episode came out. And I was just like, wow, like I, that is probably one of the, that's like one of the first shows I watched where I really fell in love with like storylines just because again, like when I was able to believe something like that and then it was over and like, then you have to realize, Oh shoot, it was just a show. It wasn't even real, but you know, it was so good throughout that, that whole, uh, that whole like two part episode. So that was one that stuck out in my mind when I was, I think it was like 16 when it came out and especially watching with my mom, like that's one of the best memories I, st- I have of watching that show yeah. with her. Um, and then obviously I can't leave out the office. I know I probably did more yeah. than three, but the office is one that I got to squeeze in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was working, when I was managing another hotel, they used to, I, my nickname was Michael Scott because I was <laughs> awkward and I used to tell really awkward jokes. Cause if anyone knows me and I'm around, you're around me enough, I throw really awkward dad jokes out there and they don't land sometimes into where it's just like a super awkward situation or, and it's very reminiscent of like what Michael Scott does around his office. And so like, I don't know if it was more of a compliment or just like, that's who I recognize a lot of is just being Michael Scott and how he was just trying to get through working at, uh, at his office and, and how everyone at that office inter- interacted with each other. Cause I mean, if anyone's ever worked at an office setting, that's almost exactly what it's like. Like every person in there <laughs> has a distinct role of, of somebody that they've met or worked with. That is exactly how that character is. And yeah. it's, it is so that, that whole show is, gold like it's one of those it's one of those shows that will probably never be duplicated unfortunately and it's um it's an all-time classic for me yeah i have i have the office on my list as well um you know i actually hadn't watched it when it first came out i only had watched a few episodes but um i was at the point where i you know i thought you know i don't want to watch this it's it's just a, a setting in them and the office you know and i I wouldn't actually sit down and actually pay attention. So when I actually got to do that, actually when it came on Netflix, I, um, Brad, he was like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. And then my wife was like, yeah, you need to watch it. You would love it. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. I'm going to watch it. So I watched it and I got hooked. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that is, that is one of the better comedies. Um, it is so so funny Mm -hmm. um and uh one of my favorite episodes is where they run they do the was it the 5k for um rabies yeah (laughs) and um andy he's he's worried about he's worried about chafing (laughs) and because he like just shaved because he's like oh i'm more aerodynamic and so he starts bleeding and there's one i it's just the image I always think of when I think of that episode is him holding his shirt where his nipples are and he's like trying so hard not to hit. And so he's like trying to draft behind Kevin <laughs> and all of a sudden Kevin stops and he bumps into him. And he's like, oh, <laughs> just, oh man, it hurts so bad. 
I love that. Is probably my all time oh favorite episode from The Office. I love it. Um, man, that that episode is funny. But that whole that whole show is funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is one thing I do want to say about it. I I listen to Ryan Rossillo all the time, and he has a theory mm-hmm. that Pam is the absolute worst on that show, and he makes some really good points. And so um, I've. I've watched, uh, yeah, not rewatched all of it, but I've rewatched some episodes, and I got to admit, he makes. A, I think she is the worst. Okay, what's your argument? Because um, she is leading on. Um, oh man, I can't. I want to say John Krasinski because that's his real name. Um, Jim. She mm-hmm. led, leads on Jim when she's technically engaged right um and then finally when they and then like she breaks up with her um her fiance Mm -hmm. and jim starts dating uh what's her name and and then like she is just like so jealous and like tries to like kind of get in between and like oh it's okay and and jim's like oh you know i Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to mess anything up and like he's not sure and so she's like oh you know and just like forcing it and like basically gets mad at him for it and then um, when they're actually like married and stuff and he wants to kind of like he wants to split from the uh, paper company and go to that like sports thing mm-hmm. and she's like so not supportive about it she was like this is She's like, oh, you can't be home. And I was just like, man, like, I mean, maybe I'm just lucky. And Mm -hmm. if that were me and my wife and like it was something that it was my dream, even if I had to be away from home a lot, she would be so supportive. So I was like, I just I don't I don't like when they they show that when like they're not supportive. And like, honestly, on How I Met Your Mother, there's a situation that's kind of like that where uh one of them is not supporting the other and mm-hmm. it's like it, yeah i'm like oh you're the worst <laughs> so <laughs> but he makes some other other points i can't think of all of them right now but she is pretty much the worst <laughs> gotcha all right what's some of the next shows that you're bringing up um anyway um i love two and a half men mm, that's a really good ashton kutcher yeah yeah before- that's that's a really really good one it was so funny and i mean obviously it's very inappropriate so you can't really watch that with kids but it's just it is such a a funny show and one of my favorite episodes it's kind of one of the earlier episodes but it's one where um alan has uh jake his son go over to his mom's house and spend the night and she's like i can spend you know i want to spend time with my grandson blah 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 and the whole night is just wrecked. Like she is like this bougie old white lady with a ton of money. And so she's like, Oh, would you like, would you like squab? And he was like, What's squab? And she's like, it's, it's some sort of seafood or whatever. And she's like, it's really good. I think you'll like it. And it's like, and she has like this little sushi kit and stuff. And he was, she was like, Oh, you'll like it. You'll like it. And so he was like, okay, and he's all squab, squab. <laughs> and so he's in love with the the sound. And so she makes him this like this little like sushi kit and he eats, he takes a bite of it and he has wasabi in it. 
And he's like, oh, oh, this is hot. And he spits it out on her floor. <laughs> and she freaked out because she's a neat freak. And she's like, oh, my God. And so later on, she, uh, she makes him spaghetti. So he'll actually eat for dinner because he's still hungry because he mm-hmm. didn't eat. And so she comes out with spaghetti. And she's like, Jake, your food's ready. Jake. And so she goes up to the table. She goes to sit down on the couch and he comes up from behind and is all squab and she throws the plate up in the air and just everywhere and the next scene you have is uh alan and um oh man alan and charlie coming in and there's spaghetti everywhere and she just looks just so angry and so it's just it was so funny how they showed like she was like, "Oh, I can, I can watch him. I can handle it. I handled you boys, and it was just, it was so funny." Um, but all in all, that show was so. I mean, Charlie was, he was the greatest. And uh, one of the shows that I like, uh, Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's a good one. She, uh, there's a girl, uh, Emily, Pre- her who, her character is Emily Prentice on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Emily Pudgett. I don't know how to say her last name. Neither but, do I. Um, she actually was on Friends, mm-hmm. and uh, she was on uh, an episode of Two and a Half Men, and that's a really good one too. That's a really good episode. Um, and yeah, I I used to I love watching Two and a Half Men, but if it's the Ashton Kutcher one, I'm kind of checked out because it was. It wasn't that it wasn't like funny. It just wasn't as funny as it used to be, and it was just like they were. They definitely were trying to stick it to Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. when they first brought an Ashton Kutcher and they were like trying to make this guy, oh, he's super rich and, you know, he's, you know, he's the best thing that's ever happened. And you're like, come on, you guys are <laughs> obviously so pissed. Like, get right. over it, you know. Um, but another one that I love watching that I haven't watched in a while is the George Lopez show. Ah, uh, classic. That's so good. I, I forgot all show. about that show. Yeah, it's a good one, one of my one of my favorite just lines scenes from on the computer, and um, they're like uh, they're getting on Max because uh, he was talking. I think it was the episode where he's like talking to some girl, and they're like, "You don't know that could be that could be um, like some dude who's like trying to you know you know some molester or whatever." Uh-huh. He's like, no, it's not. I know it's her. And he's like, no, it could be someone else. And he was like, well, I'm gonna lock you out of the out of the computer, and you don't know my password. And he was like, and he goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, oh, really? What's my password? And he goes, is it whatcha? He was all, <laughs> he's all, not anymore. <laughs> he goes to change. <laughs> so, I I love that show. That show is so funny. I I. It came on at Nick at night when we were in the hospital, uh-huh. and I felt I was so tired. I fell asleep, but I was like, "Man, I I want to rewatch that show." That's so um, funny. and I'll I'll say one more because it's my last one that's on my list right now is American Dad. I oh okay love American Dad. I bet yeah. It's because a, a lot of people think like Family Guy. Well, I don't want to say Family Guy, but at least American dad, like he's like this American guy, you know, he's like supposed to be like this major conservative and stuff. Uh But really that show is like making fun of someone who's like 
so over the top on certain on certain things and mm-hmm. like how stupid and then you add like there's an alien yes and- i remember that that show is so funny. I love it. Oh man. I love watching that show. It it's one of those shows that I you know like Family Guy I can watch and I'll put it on in the background and every now and then I'll laugh, you know, or I know what part is coming up. But with American Dad like if I'm going to watch it, I can't have it as background. Like I want to sit down and watch it cuz I I love that show. I think this show is so funny. It's it's so bizarre, but you know when I'm looking for just something that's funny, uh, you know American Dad is one of those shows that you can just put on because you're just gonna laugh. You know, yeah. it's not you're not watching it for the for the storyline. You're not watching it for you know your political views. You're not watching. It's just a funny show, and so that's mm-hmm. what I love about it. Those are good ones. So I'll so I got three left. Well, I mean I've got tons left, but right now I I actually wrote down some of these shows as you were going on because I couldn't just keep rambling about shows back and forth. But anyway, <laughs> so the last three I'll mention is so Arrow is one of my all time favorites because I remember watching it. I think the year that Haley was born, oh. um, in twenty thirteen, and I remember um, watching the first season. And I loved it. Fell in love with it because um, it was like a comic book kind of movie about the uh, Green Arrow, and Stephen Amell played that character really well. And I remember watching it all the way up until the end. Uh, I think season eight was the last uh, season that it was on. But anyways, I remember watching that, and I had to binge it because the first two seasons weren't available on uh, the CW channel, which is where it, where it played. <laughs> So I had a I had to get a free Hulu account for seven days, and in seven <laughs> days I had to binge from episode one. All, actually, no, it was on Netflix, and then on season three where it was kicking back on, I had to catch up. So that's when I binged it on Hulu. And then um, another one that is is very very obviously it's a branch off from Arrow is the Flash. So the reason why the Flash is so near and dear to me is because this is actually one of the first comic book shows that my son and I watched together, and we've watched every episode together so it was kind of one of those things where it was really special for me to find something that him and i really were in love with and we watched it together it's more Um, nostalgic for you yeah i mean don't get me wrong i like the show in general as well like the actors in it um were great i like the storyline i i found it really cool because again it's like it's like comic book in real life and we're we've come so far with technology and television where it's kind it's pretty close to like I wouldn't say realistic, but it's not so bad graphically to watch. And like some of the cartoon shows that we watch, like, you know, we talked about Spider-Man last week and, you know, I remember watching justice league, justice league unlimited when I was a kid. And so it was kind of cool to see like characters that I remember watching in those justice league cartoons actually in real life and in a real life form where they've got problems, you know, they're humans and they're going through all this and that. So I find that really interesting, but Anyways, this, so the flash definitely holds it near and dear to my heart just because of that part. And also with, with my son. So, you know, I got to watch this show when I was a kid and then now it came to like, like actual live action and I got to enjoy it with my son. So that is on there for me. And then vampire diaries, it's kind of lame, but I never would have thought I would gotten into this show, but if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't have gotten into this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I remember 
think I was watching something on TV. I can't remember what it was. And I remember her like on her phone all the time watching these Vampire Diaries episodes. And I could just hear dramatic music and dramatic like long, uh, like long speeches about this and that. And I go, what are you watching? And she's telling me and I'm rolling my eyes like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then she goes, just watch it. Watch it with me. And if you don't like it, then fine. So we watch it and I get about six episodes in where I'm now tied into it and I can't stop watching. And then we keep going and keep going and keep going. And before we know it, we're rushing to the couch on Thursday nights at eight o'clock when it comes on and, you know, DVRing it or, you know, we're making sure that we, I remember one time I was at work and I think it was like season four or five of this series is coming out. And I, I sent her like a notification, like on a calendar as like a, a funny thing of like date night vampire diary season premiere or something like that meet up the couch and whatever. And so like, for me, like the show is, is decent in my opinion, like it's a lot of drama for sure. But you know, for the most part, it's definitely like, that's probably the very first show my wife and I ever watched together where we sat down and watched it together. And so I would probably say like, it's, it's gotta be in my top 10 where it ranks. And I don't know, somewhere between one and 10, of course, but like all three of these shows I am ending with is because they all hold a special place of where I've watched them and enjoyed them. Yeah. And, and this one for sure, vampire diaries is there again because of my wife. And will I continue to binge watch it with her, even though we've seen it like 1500 times, of course I, I'll never say no to that, even though I know exactly what comes up next. So, I, I have something similar. It's not in my top shows. Uh, it's a, I like it. Um, you know, it's not one of those shows that I want to watch all the time, but mm-hmm. uh, Gossip Girl. I, okay. Jessica was so into that show. When she got pregnant with Nadia, she like really just binge watched it. She and uh, her sister um, would just like binge it all the time mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god this is so dumb you know it's uh, whatever and she was like whatever you you like it you're just i was like i've never seen it she's like you've never <laughs> seen it and uh at the time i would i would work pretty late um mm-hmm. so like i by the time i got home they were already done binging it so i wasn't mm-hmm. gonna watch it with them so this time around i found out that she got pregnant with cam and so she was like i really want to watch gossip girl and so she was like in the first season. And so I started, she, I came in, I think we were actually recording, mm-hmm. uh, you know, two bays or drew code. And then I go and I lay down and she's still watching an episode and I'm just like playing on my phone. And then I'm hearing this stuff and I'm like, what the hell? And then I'm like, <laughs> Oh, what, what are they going to do next? And, um, and then I'm still playing on my phone. And then I, all of a sudden I shut my phone off. And I'm like, Oh dang! How are they going to get out of that? <laughs> oh night! Oh snap! That was a good comeback, and you know, you're like oh these people have money. Oh, and so I got like into it, and so I was like, well, damn it! Now I gotta finish this fucking thing, <laughs> and I'm like so disgusted with myself because I'm watching this damn show, and I was like, ah. So that was it. gonna be my question: Is what show has Jess got you into? that you would have never have watched without her. Oh yeah, Gossip Girl. Okay, is there's not a second one? Um Oh god. I at the top of my head, mm-hmm. I want to say no. Okay. But I know I'm wrong. 
because I got another one for me that's go not, ahead. I wouldn't then. say worse than Vampire Diaries, but it's definitely not something that I would have. I would not have watched this in a million years for sure. So we've. So I'll preface this by we finished Vampire Diaries, and my wife is looking for a new show to watch, and and so she's going through, and we're on Netflix because of course all all shows you got to watch on Netflix because no one wants to watch a commercial anymore. Anyway, so she's going through Netflix and she finds a show and watches a few episodes and then tells me about it and we have to watch it. And it's a show called switched at birth. And it was, uh, uh, it's, I remember it used show. to be on this show on this channel called ABC family that they've changed it now to Freeform. But mm-hmm. pretty much the plot line of the whole show is there's these two children, these two girls that were flipped at birth. One of them is deaf and the other one, finds out that she's actually not white. She's um, uh, Mexican-American mixed or whatever. And they grew up in separate lives for like 17 years. They find out that they're related or that they were switched. And then it goes through all like a lot of drama. And so my wife and I had binged like the first four episodes that were on Netflix. And then we obviously we were done and we were like, Oh, I wonder when the the fifth season. Cause at this point we're now committed to it, but they were on like a two year hiatus. So then when f- season five finally came out, we tried watching an episode. We're like we can't get into this anymore. Like, well, I'm already, the momentum's done. I don't care about any of these characters anymore, but I just remember we're watching it and I'm like, I cannot believe I'm sucked into this. Like who, like the, basically every episode turned in like this. Why did you give me up? I didn't know I gave you up. And then they go and fight with the other parent about the same thing. And then later on in the episode, oh, you can't date this friend because I dated them. Oh, well, I'm going to date this person even though you dated them. And it just was like all over the place because now it's like it is the most like dramatic show I've ever watched. But it was one of those shows that my wife and I sat down and watched together because once we watched one episode and we saw this train wreck, we had to see it through, man. We, we couldn't have just, yeah. yeah, we had to keep watching. We had to like, we have to really understand if this show is really as bad as it is. And we watched all of it. So I, we never finished season five though. I think we still are stuck on the first episode of season five. And I think if we were to play it again on Netflix, it's probably, that'll be where we resume. But you know, it was, that was probably the second show that I never, 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 never thought I'd ever watch. And I did. So yeah, you know, I don't, I just, I can't think of another one right now. I mean, my wife was trying to start Gilmore Girls and I was like, I was going to watch it with her, but she kind of, she didn't get really into it and I wasn't really into it as well. So that's the only, I mean, I know there's other shows. I just, I'm not thinking of it right now, but Gossip Girl, I think, is it's probably more recency bias because that's the more recent one that we've watched. Oh, you know what? I do know. Teen hmm. Mom. Teen uh, Mom and Teen Mom 2. Okay. I, okay, first of all, I'm not proud of it. It's not like <laughs> I, it's one of those shows that I like. like. It's more huh. that I'm just so mad at some of these girls. I'm just like, yeah, you're so dumb. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. Like there's some girls on there that have three kids from three different baby daddies and they're like, you know, I just, I just want someone to love me. And so like, and there, and like, there's obvious red flags with the current person that they're dating. And they're like, you know, I just love him and it's okay. Like these guys could literally be hitting them Uh and they would just be like, Oh no, you know, he loves me. He doesn't, you know, and you're just like, no, 
he's hitting you because he wants to control you, you know, mm-hmm. sit back and you watch a train wreck. And it's just like, it's like watching a car flip over and it's constantly flipping and you see there's like a, a power pole like yeah. coming up and you're like, well, I'm going to see if it hits it, you know, <laughs> like, I'm gonna see what happens. I've never seen this before. So it, it, that's kind of what it's like in, I, yeah. I remember they those episodes would come on every now and then and I was just like I, I wouldn't watch them and now with Jessica like we watch it all the time every time it comes on and I'm just like there there are some girls that I actually do like I'm like listen these girls actually have real people problems like mm-hmm. none of this boyfriend girlfriend shit I want to see someone who's got to worry about paying a fucking mortgage or (laughs) someone who's like well you know i want there's one of these girls that is trying to get her first daughter adopted by her current husband Mm -hmm. and like the the dad of the first daughter he's like never sees his daughter and she's still worried about like oh you know i don't like i really don't want to hurt his family because his family is very involved, but he's not. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't want to hurt her feelings. Like my daughter's feelings saying, Oh, we're going to rename you this, or you're going to call him dad now or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And so she, I was like, see, that's a real problem. That's something mm-hmm. that people actually have to think about in her situation. And I was like, I like her because she has real problems, <laughs> you know? And like, it's like, oh, should we invite so-and-so to the Christmas party? You know, even though I know, you know, we're exes, but you know, I know he wants to see his daughter or his son. And you're just like, that's a real problem. That's a real problem. I don't know what I would do in that situation. But half of the time it's, oh, I met this guy and he's so great. And then the next thing you know, they break up and she gets arrested and she's like, well, it's just all these men are out for my money. It's like, no, you just keep picking these dudes who are out for your money. So (laughs) anyway, I didn't think I was going to be talking about team mom, but well, full disclosure, I used to watch team mom with my mom. I, and I even think I remember watching a few episodes when they went to the OG series. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think I've ever really watched Teen Mom two. I think my sister and my mom they watch that together, and I'm I, I'm Mom almost is worst. Okay, and I'm almost certain that my sister still watches Teen Mom, OG and two. But I'm not 100 percent sure on that. It's been a lot of years since we watched it. But I remember getting upset because uh, I remember like the series 16 and Pregnant like blew up, and then oh, yeah. basically the original girls in that show then migrated into Teen Mom. And I remember thinking, God, this is such a terrible show. And I was watching it. So it's not like I wasn't, I was holier than thou and I'm refusing to watch it because I still watched it with my mom and my sister when it came out. But I remember watching it and be like, you know, there's going to be an even larger increase in teen pregnancies because they're going to think that you can get pregnant, get on a TV show and make millions. And it's just not how it works. And I was remember being so like, God, are these people so dumb? And here I am standing on my Heidi on my mighty mountain pointing at them when I've got, you know, when I was 18, when I had my first kid. So, you know, I was no better than that. I just hated the fact that they put that in television, but yet I was the dumb one watching it. So if I was that, if I was that open arms, but I shouldn't have watched it, but I couldn't help (laughs) but watch it 
Because when yeah. you watch a train wreck, you have to finish it all the way through. Exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was fun, man. I had a good time. Um, I love talking about my favorite shows. A lot of people, I think, when I say like, "Oh, this is my, this is one of my favorite shows," and then it's like all comedy, so people kind of get like, "Oh, okay, whatever." But I do have a, a reason for it, um, and I hope I kind of explained it a little bit. But I just those shows some of those shows I grew up with some of those shows you know obviously How I Met Your Mother I was old enough to kind of you know get so it was like an original show so anyway I just I love I love all those shows I remember watching those and I still try and watch them as often as I can I wish I could find Home Improvement they don't even come on like you know Nick at Night or anything no. I would I would love to watch that again but anyway yeah what no I agree think? All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, hey, I guess we'll see you next week. See you, everybody. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure. We appreciate all the love and support that you guys have been giving us here on Two Bays in a Pod. Uh, go follow us on Instagram. Uh, Cody has been, well, the main one who does it, so, <laughs> um, but he's been doing a great job. So go follow us. If you have any questions or you guys have a topic that you guys would like us to talk about, please comment or DM us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and hear uh, what um, what things you'd, you'd like for us to talk about. So uh, always appreciate it. Um, also we are on all major podcasts, so go subscribe and rate and review on those. All the major podcasts are Google, Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. So please go and do that. And, um, also if you want to go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Drew Code Sports Talk, uh, that would be great as well. And again, if you have questions or you want to have us talk about some topic on there, please uh, do the same DM us or message or comment on whatever post we have. Um, and then go check out fnxfitness.com. They have great fit uh, workout gear and uh, workout supplements. Um, so go check them out and they have some good sales going on right now. And uh, also with that, with that sale, you can get 15% off of your whole purchase as well by using a promo code that we have, and Cody will tell you how to find that. That's right, guys. All you need to do is go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. On the bottom of our homepage is actually a promo code that you guys can use, and it's DrewCode15, and that'll give you guys 15% off your total purchase when you guys are checking out. There is also a link that is down there next to the promo code where you can click on that and begin shopping right then and there. I highly recommend that you guys check out their workout supplements or their gear, especially if you guys are going to get back in your fitness journey uh, from quarantine. I know I definitely got to get back into it because my quarantine weight needs to go. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, if you guys want to uh, click on the links to any of the podcast platforms that Andrew had mentioned, Spotify, Google, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts, they are all also on the website. So you can click on any of those icons and it'll go straight to our podcast page and you can subscribe, rate and review to all that stuff as mentioned. Uh, also too, again, uh, if you want to visit the two bays in a pod page, all you need to do is go to drewcoatsportstalk.com slash two bays in a pod where all of our episodes and content is there as well. 
And then you guys can also leave us a topic or a question that you guys want us to cover. And we really love to interact with you guys. So feel free to leave any sort of topic or if it's a, if it's a difficult one, if it's a funny one or whatever it might be, we'd love to hear and interact with you guys. So uh, two bays in a pod comes out every Monday. Drew code sports talk comes out every Thursday. So we really appreciate your guys uh, listening to our episodes and supporting us and, and all the interaction we get to have with you guys. So can't wait to talk to you guys next week and we'll see you then.